on this week's episode. Cater Source and TSC take over Orlando and Selena has the full breakdown. Do you like cereal? We have three new restaurants opening, one of which has our favorite breakfast food. We have a local Rise Award candidate. Hear who it is. Plus, we're hanging with the monkeys. We have Laura Fletcher of Normans on the show. I'm Laura Fletcher, and you are listening to Swag and Repeat. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Hey, guys. It's Swag and Repeat. We're coming to you taped from Norman's New World Cuisine. Oh, my gosh. I knew you were going new, I knew you were new go straight into that. You had to. It was yeah. a great opportunity. What does that mean? I don't know. We'll find out pretty soon. For sure. This is episode 161. We're at Norman's. It's a new restaurant, kind of. It's a blast from the past, but upgraded and enhanced. Yeah, reimagined, relocated. Reimagined. That's nice. Saying that word. I know. You you can utilize it in any. Yeah. We're in Dr. Phillips. We're on Sand Lake, is where the brand new restaurant is. It used to be in one of those hotels. (laughs) One of those hotels, the Ritz Carlton. Yeah, Yeah, you may have heard of it. Yep. mm -hmm. So it's better here. It's its its own space space. and you can see that there is the individuality and and everything and we're going to get into that a little bit later. A lot of details on the walls too. Love that. We'll get into that as well. So it's 161. Mm -hmm. We're not at Expo Digital. We're on a field trip. We're on a field trip. I got my permission slip signed and I brought my bag lunch. So we are on a field trip today and in a beautiful private dining room. Do you have to go in the office later? Um, Not today. Not today, no. neither. So good, it's good. Yeah, we can all have fun. We can have burritos on burrito. Well, day. we can't have. I mean, we do have to still work, David. Oh, some of us. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, if this is your first time listening, give you an idea of what to expect. We recap the networking events that cover Orlando's meeting and events industry. We have the fairy job model. I'm sorry. We have the fairy job mother to highlight the available jobs. We chat about the breaking news, topics, and gossip within the meetings industry, and we always have guests. And our guest today is like pretty much the owner of Norman's. <laughs> I mean, if you think about the restaurant, you think about Laura Fletcher. She's right? definitely the face of the restaurant. She's the face of the restaurant, yes. She is the director of sales and events for Norman's. Been there for 13 years. I have. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. It's an honor to be back. This yeah. is our second time recording together. Um, and we were joking before the show that it feels like it's been a decade since then. But in reality, it has been... Four, Four years? years? Yeah. yeah. Which is the new decade. Yeah. Four <laughs> years is a decade. It's practically a decade. We round up. We round up around here, especially with David. He definitely over-exaggerates. All right. So we'll get into Norman's in just a second. We also highlight the events that are going on this week and the rest of the month. And if you don't know, you can find our old shows, leave five-star reviews, and share our podcast by subscribing to us on... SoundCloud. Google Play. Apple Podcasts. Spotify. iHeartRadio. Stitcher. Pandora. And Amazon. All right. But most importantly, you can keep up with us and interact with our hosts and listeners on our Facebook page. Hashtag swag and repeat. Or follow us on Instagram by searching for Swag and Repeat. And we're also on LinkedIn. We're everywhere. Are we on TikTok yet? No. Absolutely not. But maybe Lemonade? Lemonade? Ooh, is yep. that a new one? That's TikTok's oh new Oh my gosh. App. Is this uh, because wait, they're trying to ban TikTok? TikTok? Yes. No, so the TikTok people created it, but you're allowed to. I don't know. It's super cool. It looks like Instagram and Pinterest combined. Lemon why? How? Why do we need this? <laughs> how, how and why? How do they... Like, I don't get it. Like, because you always need to be reinventing new platforms for content creators so that they can get the first in so that they can, like, make it big. Oh, is so, this the one? I think I might have heard about This is the one where you can make a lot of money if you create content? For sure. anyone, when you're the first one in, I mean, you think of the original people on all the platforms. I could tell you the originals on YouTube, they're making a million a year. Every, every platform. So... This gotcha. is Lemonade. Well, that's your pro tip for the day from Selena. So get in now while you still can. So is it Lemonade? Lemon 8. eight. Why? Like the number 8? Why? Yes. Oh, okay. Citrus Lemon numbers. Okay. We'll find out more about that. <laughs> well, we won't. We won't talk more about that. We're fine. Let's We're move over on. That. I'm already over it. It's like Clubhouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the Clubhouse like, is dead to me. Okay. I'm one of your three hosts, Dave Bucklew of Buckle Hospitality. Joining me to my right you're actually next to me today. Heyo. This is different. We I know. We Normans. We do something different. We have Joe. I'm on a field trip. Fostock. That's me. Yes. Eight and a half months pregnant? Just eight. Just eight? <laughs> please don't <laughs> give me any more. No additional weeks, please. So how <laughs> He's big rounding is the up again. Now? How big? Yeah. He's a pineapple. Pineapple? Yeah. The Welcome day you've been waiting for. Welcome to the hospitality for. industry, yeah. little baby. Little baby Orlando baby thing. And it's like baby a... Orlando. <laughs> well, it's like the Orlando hospitality. pineapple hospitality, you know. Okay. Um, yeah. So he's uh, he's growing. Hanging out. Are you excited? It's so I mean, close. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Have you done the baby <clears throat> sorry, have you done the baby moon yet? As soon as we get done recording here, I need to go pack because we're oh. going this weekend. Where are you going? Where'd you decide? Um, Hammock Beach up oh, in Palm Coast nice. area. So That's we're gonna good. go golfing 
tomorrow and then um, Lazy River and Beach on Saturday and then just kind of relaxing on Sunday. Sounds like the perfect date. Doesn't it? It's not quite April 25th. April 26th. It's close. <laughs> it was the 26th. I, don't know, I, can't, I can never remember who's tweet for the 26th. It sounds pretty good though. Yeah. And we also have Selena Mullinex. She is looking at her phone. Hi. Yes, but she's a little farther away from me today. I'm here. I'm she's around. Here? We're sharing. Yes. You've been to Norman's before, right? I have. When it's been Norman's. Yeah, I've come here for dinner and I've also come here for social hour. What's your opinion? Good, bad? I'm obsessed. obsessed. Uh, the other night, I like how I'm on a diet. And the other night, I was like, yeah, I'll take the whole charcuterie board for myself. Yes. Thank you very much. <sighs> All four slices of bread. I will take those. Oh, oh the gosh. free bread roll with the butter. Yeah, I'll take that too. Oh, man. That's so you got a charcuterie great. board and free bread? Yes. And mm. tacos on Wait, social what? hours. What kind of tacos? Um, pulled pork. Um, delicious is all I can tell you. Man. That's, that's all I got. So good. Oh, I'm so, uh, we're oh, coming here. And that was just social hour. Dinner was amazing. They had lamb. I had lamb. Oh, you do like lamb. So did I I'm send you that happy. reel? Is it about lamb? Yeah, it was like a little yeah. girl that was like gnawing on a lamb chop. And I was like, this is Selena as a child. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably my child. Yeah. <laughs> she is such a carnivore. Is she? It's an it's insane. She would literally just live on meat. The little one? Yeah. The little one. Oh just, just turned three. Gnawing on a lamb lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> Her favorite foods at three and have been since she started eating solids are beef liver, caviar, Avocado and sweet potato. This is a fancy kid. She's okay. fancy. Okay. You know how we had like friend. chicken, um, chicken fingers? <laughs> yeah, chicken nuggets and french fries. Like that's we what had we nuggets. had. The fingers yeah. I don't even think came from yeah, no, nuggets. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking that. four shapes maximum yeah, available for McDonald's. And that craft cheese that like has been oh, there since the, the beginning The sliced cheese? Yeah. 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 We actually got some of that the other day. It's, tor- it's horrible. It's but still it's, bad. It's yeah. still good for the grilled cheese. I'm sorry. That's like my favorite kind of grilled cheese. It's a childhood thing. So we do have Laura Fletcher. Sales manager and events manager for Norman's. 30 seconds or less. What is Norman's? Norman's is, as you mentioned, reimagined. We were at the Ritz for 17 years. We are now out on our own, free to do as we will. We have a beautiful indoor dining room that is kind of more upscale experience. Um, You know, we offer a la carte dining. We will be rolling out a tasting menu with wine pairings. And then out on our terrace, which is fully covered, we offer social hour, as Selena mentioned, Um, slightly more lounge atmosphere. We partner with Restoration Hardware to create that space. And we offer tapas cocktails, really amazing specialty cocktails out there. Social hour is another word for happy hour? It is. Yeah. It's our take on happy hour. Exactly. Now that you say restoration hardware, like I absolutely can see yeah. that. And I, and I was trying to put my finger on it walking in. I'm like, what? why does this feel so f- like familiar? And that's what it is. So yes. we love a good social hour. What are the times for that? 4.30 to 6.30. <laughs> Selena knows all about Norman's <laughs> at this point. Um, so it's Monday through Friday, 4.30 to 6.30. Okay. And it is at our indoor bar lounge, which is very sh- swanky, very sexy, and then outdoor terrace as well. So you can be on either. You can be in. I've already found my favorite table. Two spot happy hour. Is it the one in the corner? Yeah, the little like benches over here in the corner. Yeah. Whatever table number that is, I need that. It's called Lounge One for future reference. Perfect. (laughs) I would like to reserve Lounge One. There we go. I'll be here at 4 30 if I need to be. Well, we'll be here in a couple weeks. Not even a couple weeks later this week. No, next week. Next week. Next week, we'll be here on the 19th, I believe it is. For a special social hour. Yes. It's very exclusive. A swag and repeat social hour. Swag and repeat. We're going to do our summer send off. We're going to celebrate Joe, who's going into maternity pretty soon. And we'll probably only see pictures. We might not get to see her. So (laughs) it's going to be okay. It's okay. I'll be around. I'm crying. I know. I told you, PJ's first question was, can we still go to Ignite? And I said, we need to see what happens first. I'm not committing to anything at this point. I think you can do it. I think then we'll see like what happens. You can bring the baby to social hour. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so this is, well, the baby will still be in This is tummy. Dave of it, where he exaggerates. He's like, it'll be like a month and a half. It'll be ten days. <laughs> Will it really? Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah, like okay. maybe two weeks. Maybe two weeks time. Okay, that might be a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a month and a half. Same thing. That might be a stretch. All right. So we always start our show with a question of the week, and I have one actually this okay. week. Okay. Yeah. So I was thinking about this the other day. What is one food that your spouse or significant other absolutely loves that you absolutely despise? Broccoli. Food. We got, we got, that was Selena. Broccoli? Yeah. <clears throat> so Ryan loves broccoli. You hate broccoli. Correct. I, I'll eat it when he makes it, but nobody else. I can't. No. What does he do? What's special in it? I don't know. Magic? He makes it. Magic touch? Magic broccoli? It's probably butter is the answer. <laughs> it's the answer to everything. It's probably, gotcha. yeah. Butter and bacon, the duct tapes of the kitchen. Um, I would say... 
root beer. I know it's not a food, mm-hmm. but Same. I'm not a big fan of root beer or licorice or anything like on that. Black licorice? Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I hate that. Yeah. It's awful. Um, so it I, is awful. I just yeah. can't get behind it. Awful. And when I first read this, I didn't know it was food. And I was like, screamer music. It was like the one thing that he does that like I hate. Um, I still go to his shows because I'm supportive, but I don't like it. Uh, root beer. Final answer. <laughs> so root beer. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Laura, do you have one? Deviled eggs or boiled peanuts? Oh, deviled eggs. Boiled Both. peanuts. That's like, a, yeah. I can never get into boiled peanuts. I, okay, so then we can't go on a road trip together because mm-hmm. I have to have Cajun boiled peanuts. Like, I wouldn't on a road stop trip. you from it, but I just. Would it bother you in like the car next to each other? No, I just hate how messy it is. It's messy. Everything about it is just like, really? You have to have those? Yeah. Ooh, beef jerky. Oh, I love beef jerky. No. Yeah. Back up oh, on that one. Up for yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. That road All trip that. snack I can get behind. Well, and I eat deviled <laughs> eggs as Clay does, and Paul hates them. Like, he just can't stand it. So I get, I can see that balance. I just get so anxious when I'm at a party, and those bad boys have been sitting out on the counter yes. for like three hours. That's and the restaurant in us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like those have not those are not to temp. You yeah. need to if put it's those a party up. with me. Those are already gone. Yeah, so I love those are things. you oh, okay? Big fan of when do you normally get to indulge in deviled eggs? Eric actually makes them for like special occasions, yeah, or holidays, special occasions. Yeah. He's like, I eat them every day. Yeah, I get them every Sunday. <laughs> That's how I get them. At how the do I hear eggs like deviled? Eggs <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine like going to like Kiki's? It's like, how do like your eggs? You're like deviled, please. <laughs> um, no, sir. <laughs> Maybe they could. Who knows? Oh, man. Yeah. Have you had the um, truffle deviled eggs at Ocean Prime? Do you like truffle? I think we did have them Yeah. one of our swag things. I think that you and I eat them all. Yeah, probably. Okay. Just I'll take the us. truffle, hold the egg. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Truffle everything. Big yeah. fan. So mine is olives. Mm. A certain kind or just, just in general? Any olive. Really? I despise them. I could eat them Erica like- loves them. I could eat a whole jar. I could too. Yeah. Do you like olive oil? I do. I do. Interesting. Yeah. And I like uh, martinis with the olives in it, but I, I just love will that. not eat the olives. Wait, nope. but do you do, do you do the olive juice? Thing? I love the olive juice. That's fascinating. It is weird. I just will not. Do you eat like an pickles? Olive. I do. But, oh yeah. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I know. I'm still following. I have. <laughs> I'm here for. Them. Yeah. We make a really good dirty martini here. You can try. That's it. what oh, I will be having. My mouth is literally watering. Wait, is that on the soft shower though? I mean, no, but because I'll get it after. <laughs> you know. the yeah, after six thirty. Six thirty-two. No point getting it early. Get the martini. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. We do have a martini on the social hour, but it's called an albatross. It is not dirty. An albatross, okay. It's sweeter. Yeah. Selena had it. <laughs> Selena's yeah. had it. Oh, She's that's like, my oh, favorite yeah. character. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I know. So Selena's favorite, like, cog- not that we're talking about this at all, yeah. but like her favorite martini um, would be 24 carat at Eddie V's. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this game. But, but not in a martini glass. But she also has but a not in a martini glass because she doesn't like to carry it and it spills. So she has to get it in a rocks glass or yes. a highball. <laughs> yes. She did ask for that the other night when she was here. Yeah. They were like, I'll make you a martini. I'm like, but can you put it like not? Like not down. I want it down, <laughs> not up. No stiletto for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any anything else on martini? I mean, food. We've got food we don't like. Yeah, no, we're good. Food we do like. We don't like. All right. So let's talk about some of the events we had last week. So last week was Cater Source. They were in town. Selena, you were there. Yeah. I saw you on the trade show floor in your booth. I was there. Yeah, I saw you there. Yeah. We sat down on the beautiful, comfortable furniture that mm-hmm. you have. I didn't even see your booth. Oh, fun. Cool. How did right I miss that? Maybe like, I went the wrong door. In, you must have. Probably. I like side doors and back doors at the OCCC. I see how you work. I saw Jamie from Old Red. Was it anywhere oh, close Jamie to that Jilla. side? No. Huh. Opposite side. Mm. Okay. How was yeah. it? Um, crazy. With it being here, I think I felt a need to represent Orlando and be so involved in everything. So you it started off, thank you, with AAP, the Academic Event Professionals Conference, which is trying to merge with Cater Source TSE. And AP was started the weekend prior. So I started on Sunday serving on an industry panel with Ilea Orlando. So we had Shalisa, Luna, Scott, and JC and me. And we just talked about the industry, you know, what's currently happening, trending, events are back, how we're all reacting, where do we see the future, things like that. It was really interesting because academic event professionals are people who work at universities and plan events for them. So they don't teach there. They're not students there. They're just event planners at universities. So that was cool. Um, and then that merged into TSE Cater Source. So started with Monday. Um and then just kept going every night. There was multiple events, education every single day, and then the trade show on 
Wednesday, Thursday. I don't know how people could do it all because there was a lot going on. There was a lot. There was so much. But you also a did a presentation, right? Yeah. So then, um, so Tuesday night, I chaired the, I co-chaired the opening night party with Gabby of Imprint Group. And that was fun because we basically tried, it was the biggest party. There was over 5,500 people at Cater Source TSE. And then opening night party had over a thousand people pre-registered. And it it's the biggest event. It's the one that everyone goes to, to like see each other and network. And even people who don't go to the conference because they lived here showed up. Um, so Gabby and I tried to make sure that anywhere you ended up, there was something to do. So between, you know, a sugar skull caricature art to cork tunes to gemstone face painting things to llama activation, photo activation, <laughs> photo booth. You had a llama? I had two llamas. Two llamas. And I had a donkey that had beer on his back. And I had like anything you could think of. It was there. It was so much fun. We had live entertainment. We had a DJ. And where was this at? Um, so we took over part of Point Orlando. Point Orlando. So we had all okay. of Hampton Social, the courtyard in between, and then the outside patio area of Cavas. So we activated all the way around. Um, we had an ice luge. We had like anything you can think of. It was a fun did event. Did you have a, a ball pit? So I didn't have a ball pit, but what I did have <laughs> so is not everything you, I can think of. <laughs> we tried to do a ball pit, but we <laughs> didn't have space with how much, you know, how many I'm people. Surprised, yeah. I know. Um, but we had this thing where, I mean, when, when you walked into one of the rooms that I called the cotton candy room, Hampton Social calls it their Montauk private dining room. I like cotton candy room better. I agree. Um, thank you. When you walked into it, there was like LED hanging from the ceiling type thing. And you walk through like strings of LEDs changing color. So that was a cool activation by Champagne Creative. Um, and then you walked in and in front of you was a rosé fountain. Um, I obviously Ooh. had cotton candy. So it was just a lot going on. It was a fun experience for people to just walk around and see it all. Um, sidebar this led from the ceiling thing i thought was a cool activation it was 12 foot wide for people to walk in through that following weekend i saw avatar for the first time both of them and is that what it's called i'm sorry yeah both you watched both of them back to back one weekend on the same day it would have taken the whole day to watch that it's like an eight-hour commitment Yeah. yeah i had to recover from cstse um so, but at in Avatar, they have that. Like it's the Tree of Souls or something where yeah. you connect to. I don't know. I didn't know that I was doing. So you're that. like James Cameron. I pretty like, much. Is Let's that who go makes for that it. Cameron, I think. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um. So that was just Tuesday night, and then Wednesday night, <laughs> was just multiple events. <laughs> wow. After show all day, and um, Wednesday night was a Search Foundation event, which was at Canvas. Um, they had really cool activations too. Did they have a ball pit? They didn't have a ball pit, but they had an acrobat in the middle. So there's like a center bar, right? Bar all around. And in in the middle of it, there was this high stage and an acrobatic performer on a moon. So that was cool. So she was like doing a show on a moon. Obviously great entertainment too. Um, Strolling entertainment. There was um, Karen Kujel was there, the psychic lady. She was doing lip reading. So you put lipstick on and you kiss a napkin and she tells you about your oh, life. Fun. Yeah. Like there were so many Different. things. Yep. Did you do that? I did not. But okay. what I did do is Bonbons was there. Bonbons is a company that's been around at a special event for the last 10 years that I've been going. And when I first saw them on my first show, um, which was in Chicago in 2013, um, on their booth, they said, look, you know, it's edible glitter. It's That's what it is. It's edible glitter. Oh, you're like you sold. It, yep. Like, I'm you in. put it on everything. Yes. Take all my money. So like, trust me, I know this company. So they had they were giving away chocolate covered in this edible glitter. You're supposed to take it and eat it. That's what you're supposed to do with it's the chocolate. chocolate. No. Selena <laughs> took it and I put it on as lipstick. So I had glitter lips. So I thought that was cool. Anyway, it was a fun Selena time. Was, <laughs> Selena was 16 in this event. Yeah, so. it was fun. Um, Living her had, best life. Yeah. Their VIPs had um, bottle service, so that was cool. I haven't seen that at an event before because typically VIPs just a designated area. No, we had our own food provided to us. We had our own servers, our own bottles. Like, that was cool. So let's bring that at all the events. Mm-hmm. Let's, yeah, do that. let's do that. Let's do that at our <laughs> VIP. Everybody's the VIP first one. Yeah, we, can. Um, we can make that happen. Wednesday and then Thursday, there was a closing night party, which was at Old Red. Um, but also it was like a street. So J- Brother Jimmy's Barbecue, sure. which has two. There's like the event side and the restaurant side. I haven't like, been there yet. There's two. It was oh, really yeah. cool. I saw a chef that we know there. Ben. Yep. Chef mm-hmm. Ben. He was right up front with a whole pig. Um, with a whole pig. Yeah, the whole pig out there. The whole and pig. then he just had it in his hand. We had Tapatoro. Like, I'm going to cook this. Like yeah. a luau. Like a- <laughs> yeah. There was a whole um, block. Like there were so many activations. Everywhere you look, there was entertainment. There was a living water fountain. 
all the things you could think of. But what I loved, this was around the world themed. So each place tried to like have themed foods. So like you walk into the Caribbean mm. and you like go around. My favorite at Old Red. Old Red had the best entertainment there. Um, they came in from California. Were they America? I know, right? Uh, They were just like worldly themed. It was cool. Um, But my favorite, of course, we're going to go there in the back patio. So uh, Old Red had like Asia with like Asian bao buns that you make stuff your own buns. Mm -hmm. But on the outside patio, which I didn't even know existed at Old Red, they had, it was Australia themed. So they had lamb. That's all I needed. Just give me a layout. They have like a patio back uh, on the iDrive. Yeah. Because like, like yeah. you never come in that way. The crescent little yeah. pull-through drive-through thing. Yeah. It was so cool. So many secrets um, to that place. So, that was ca- so on Thursday, yes, is when I spoke. This event was, no wonder she's tired. This I know. Is crazy. That's why I watched it. I'm tired for listening to it. I know. Like, Thursday was um, GMID, Global Meetings Industry Day. So there was a lot going on on social media, online. It was a 24-hour free bo- broadcast of education. Oh, yeah, I listened to that. Talking about yeah. our industry. So on that day is when MeetingsNet asked me to speak. MeetingsNet is a new track that came in to bring in more meeting professionals to the two existing education tracks at Cater Source and Special Event. So for MeetingsNet, they wanted me to talk about fresh ideas for creative, no, fresh ideas for strategic room design setups. That was the topic. That's kind of you. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Right. They're like, the right oh, person Selena, for let's that. do it. You shouldn't ask me on that. Yeah. You know, so I, monkey walls or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's do it. It's creative. It's fun. <laughs> um, but that was a really cool session. Um, great audience. Good to attend. First thing in the morning, right after. So I closing general session was Chef Art Smith. And then right after him was me. How did Chef Art Smith go before me? That was, I was already in shock. So I would have wanted it the other way. From around. homecoming? I know. Yeah, that's intimidating. I'm yes. Sure you did great. Thanks. So it was just a fun show. And of course, the floor is seeing everybody from around the world coming in um, to this event. Do you know where it is so next great. year? Yeah, next year it is February 12 to 15. So February 12 to 15. God, it's like the worst time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, in mm-hmm. Austin. So yeah. Austin's I, a fun town. I volunteered as tribute to go because I as love Austin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great town. So good job. But yeah. Thank you. Also, the big news that launched that week, which I'll talk about it here because I didn't know where to put that in our agenda, is Informa Market, which manages CaterSource TSE, bought Tarsus Group. Tarsus has a lot of brands in it. They're uh, they were their biggest competitor. And one of the little tiny baby brands that they have is BizBash and Connect. So now special event bought BizBash and Connect. So, so this is going to be like starting 25. insane event. They're going to be in merging. Aust- oh, in 25? 25. Okay. Yeah, 24. So it is in 25? Just one event for all of those? Hopefully, because right now Connect has like four. Right. BizBash has two that I know of. Yeah. CaterSource and TSE already merged. So yes, if they all merge, that'd be better. Because back again... 10 years ago, these were huge shows. It would it would take you two to three days to walk a trade show floor. I'm tired, now, like Laura said, thinking about this and yeah. hearing this, so I can't even imagine. Well, you now have an excuse. You're pregnant. I'm just hanging out here. <laughs> I don't even think it's that. That's just a lot of energy. I had a whole thing of espresso, and I'm kind of yeah. tired, tired too. You are ready. Yeah. I But I think that's where our industry is going. It's a lot of merging and um, Consolidation. working together. Well, you have to make it worth people's time, and you know, if you're going to have an event, it's better. I mean, and people are doing this all over the place. Like, well, should we do smaller regional events to where they're centralized and people can just focus and then go? Or are we still doing our annual events? And that conversation is happening over and over Which again. Which do you think is so, better? For me, I, I like, I mean, I like an annual conference to where it's everyone coming in, you know, but with budgets and the way that things are being planned right now, they're not necessarily going into a convention center with 10,000 people. They're going into, um, you know, a conference ballroom of a hotel with 2000 people because it makes more sense for them. So gotcha. it's all about drive market too, with the price of flights, the lack of pilots and, and planes and mechanics that it's just easier for drive markets to be able to pull from that area. We need a good regional event. Yeah. Here in Florida or maybe Georgia. Add it to Selena's to-do list. Selena's going to work. I mean, 2024 is open. is coming back. Is it? In 23, yeah. That's good news. This is 23, though. 24, right? It'll be back this October. Oh, October sounds terrible. Yeah, that's that's a lot lot going on that time. (laughs) All right, so let's talk about events coming up, because we have quite a few here in April. So Glittering Hour is actually going to be here in Norman. Everything is going on in Norman's. We love Norman's. April. Such a hot We're place. Trending. This, yeah. <laughs> We're trending. Yes. Everybody wants to see Laura Fletcher. So hopefully she makes an appearance. Hey. Lemonade might be canceled, but Norman's is trending. Norman's yes. is in. So hot. So what's the topic for Glittering Hour this week? It's about elevating experiences. 
Going above and beyond. This is the perfect place for that. <laughs> Just walk in. You done. Did it. And you're elevated. Elevated. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I drive chamber. They're going to be somewhere. How do we not know this? We don't know where they're going to be. It's probably in my email. <laughs> I thought Excuse it was me. the, I don't know. Never mind. All right. We also have Empire Orlando. They're going to be at the Lowe's Portofino Bay. That's an all day event. So speaking G-Med. about GMID. That we, is GMID. It's our GMID celebration. Celebration In of Central G-Med. Florida. Um, there's so much going on. Besides the education that you have, breakfast, lunch, happy hour, there's also a Does it CSR. Go that long? It's from wow. my calendar says eight a.m. start, but it's from the morning, yeah, because breakfast, all the way through four p.m. Wow! So okay. yeah, your full day on Thursday, April thirteenth, at Lowe's Portofino Bay. I don't know if I'm going to be able to stay. You can do T-Swift it. Night. You can power through. Oh, T-Swift correct. Night, night one. Night. Yeah. What does that mean? I'm not um, going, but I have to watch the kids, so Erica can go. Uh, Taylor Swift in Tampa. Era's in Tampa. Tour? Yep. <laughs> How have you not heard about it? Because I blocked that out because I couldn't go. So I just. Uh, you I, still can. So what I will say <laughs> is from the last two weekends of shows, um, people are putting tickets for sale because they bought too many or because they, things happen last minute. They're putting them for sale like two minutes before doors or like right before. So just show up, buy a seat that you don't like, show up, get in, and then buy a seat while you're there and then go down to wherever you buy. I don't no, know what kind of budget this lane is on, but I'm not on that endless. budget. Well, the problem is yeah. just buying any seat is still like 500 bucks. Right. But and that's the seat that she says just to get in, <laughs> not, to, to, not to upgrade. Yeah, you're going to change that it. One. Yeah. it. That's all I'm saying. Just yeah. look at it. We'll look at it. We'll, we'll revisit that. I'll watch the YouTube videos. Okay, we did get the iDrive I watch it chamber. on TikTok live every weekend. <laughs> That's what I do. The iDrive chamber is going to be at what? SeaWorld? Uh, Doubletree Double Hill to SeaWorld. SeaWorld. Yeah, which I should know because it's one of our properties. <laughs> okay, do they have a display there? Uh, we have an LED wall in the lobby, and then we also do all the internet for that property. Very cool. Mm-hmm. All right, definitely got to go check that one. Swag and Repeat is going to be at the Hyatt iDrive for Over the Edge. We just got both ladies. Yeah. Over $1,000. Yeah. So we have two people jumping off this year. Same time. They're going to repel at the same time. It'll be about 10 a.m. So we're going to start uh, festivities, bring your coffee about 9.30 or so, and they'll go on at 10.30, at 10 o'clock. All right. Then we also have the wedding venue map. They're going to be at the Margaritaville Resort for their speed networker. HSMAI is going to be at Avante Palms Resort on the 19th for their educational luncheon. And then Swag and Repeat's going to be at, guess where? Norman's. Norman's. What a good idea. Yeah, good thing we snuck one in here. We're elevating our experience. We're going to elevate our experience. we got to see the wallpaper. Yes. It's amazing here. Yeah. Yes, you're going to love it. Don't be monkeying around. Make sure you're in this joint. Should we tell them what it is or should we wait? I feel like I gave it away already, but when you get here, we're going to see how many pictures we can get in front of the monkeys. These these monkeys are fantastic. Yes. All right, Visit Orlando, they're going to be at a location to be announced for their member meetup on the 20th. And then Nasa Orlando on April 25th will be at Gnarly Barley in Ivanhoe. That looks so like, What was it? Taste of Nace or Taste something? Taste of Nace. So you get cute. cheese curds, little sandwiches. So fun. Did you see you can get either two mini drinks or two or, or one single drink? Yeah, I think that's it was different. like three mini or one single. Something like that. Yeah. That's a cute idea. Yeah. Hmm. So, so you, you either taste, taste, yeah, taste different. Try it Because you don't really, sometimes you commit something and you're like, I messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. Bad choice. I do want to make sure that we talk about this. So, because there are plenty of events to attend, but back in Norman's, um, April 27th, 5 p.m. Tell us about this event, Laura. We are hosting a planner reception. So if you work in any capacity, uh, whether that's hotel sales, um, DMC, or like a freelance planner. Podcast host. Yeah, you know, podcast (laughs) host. Or with the media. Yeah. So um, you are welcome to join us. We are kicking that off at 5 o'clock on the 27th. It'll be outdoors on our terrace. We will be offering the social hour items. Um, Just RSVP to me via email, laura, L-A-U-R-A, at normans.com. That's pretty easy to remember. I know it's just the easiest email address. Mine's never been. Mine's never been easy. Yeah, but also like we have a core management team Mm -hmm. that we don't hire duplicates, right? Yeah. There's (laughs) what's your name? No, no, no. Oh, you're Laura. Your name's Laura. No, no. No, I'm gonna need you to change that. It's actually not gonna work for us. Your name is now Ashley. All right, so we got that event. Then we have. Hospitality night's going to be the Rosen alum for the Rosen alumni at the Rosen College on the twenty sixth, and that'll be so much fun. It, so it's at Rosen College. It's their the Rosen alumni signature event every year. This year, it's a panel of uh, entrepreneurs talking about their ideas. Uh, we were planning it this past week, and we're thinking like a Shark Tank style, like a a startup tech style. So it's a really creative event. 
Um, and we love this panel idea, so we might be trending it. We've already started planning next year. Maybe it'll go on Lemonade. It might be on Lemonade. Let's do it. I can't. Do you know who's going to be the entrepreneurs that are there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the entrepreneurs. So we have Caleb Harrell, who graduated in 2004. He's the CEO and co-founder of Hawker's Asian Street Food. I've heard of it. Joshua Wallach. Um, he's on the Dean's Advisory Board, uh, but he's with Wallach Holdings, which is Mango's Tropical Cafe, and also Kringle Candle Co., and then Juliana Rossi and Ray Horrell from The Good Poor. And then last but not least, you have Taylor Strickland, who's the CEO and founder of Orlando Informer. So a bunch hmm. of startups that are super successful. Yeah, That's really right. impressive. That yeah. is a great lineup. Thanks. Yeah. And those are always fun. So I just love hawkers. Let's talk about food. Yeah, <laughs> have you met Caleb before? Because he's wonderful. I don't think I have. Yeah. But I always take, every time I have family in town, I take them to hawkers. Yeah. I think it's the you coolest spot. Yeah. You can't go wrong. Yeah. That's very true. All right. And then a personal favorite, you have the GMF takeover of Fogo de Chon. Mm-hmm. Their fr- Friday lunch break. And that'll be on the 28th. I've already bought my ticket. All, All I can say is they do have lamb. So... Yeah. Are you going to be in jail or is that too close? We don't, we don't know. I think today we've all learned how to wine and dine Selena. Yes. <laughs> Lamb and no. martinis in rocks glasses. Yes. Check. <laughs> all right. It's time for the nine to five. Selena, do you have any jobs for us? Norman's is hiring. I can start with that. We're hiring pretty much all positions. So, if, you know, food and beverage. And if you want to kind of, you know... For, for lack of a better term, elevate your career in food and beverage. There you go. Yeah. Hiring. yeah, we're elevating everything. Let's do it. Reimagine and elevate it. Yes. Yes. As long as your name's not Laura. You're, yeah. You're if your name's Laura, don't even think about it. Do not apply. <laughs> um, also, the Orlando Magic is looking for an events and engagement graduate associate. Encore is hiring an event rigger at the Hyatt Regency Orlando. Maybe to rig the people falling off. I don't know. Just kidding. Oh, God, um, no. Marriott Vacations Worldwide is looking for a food and beverage manager. Hilton Lake Buena Vista Palace is looking for an assistant manager of banquets. Doubletree Suites by Hilton Orlando at Disney Springs is looking for a catering sales manager. BCD Meetings and Events is hiring a director of sales. American Meetings Inc. AMI is looking for a creative director. Okay. That's a good amount of jobs. It's a great amount Not of too jobs. crazy. I know. I think uh, the year started off with a bang. Everyone trying to fill the role. Now that we're in the beginning of Q2, they're assessing where we're going to be for summer. And then it'll pick up again. It will. It will certainly pick up. All right, so congr- I'm sorry. So congratulations to a couple of people. Uh, Sam Pollock is now the sales specialist for Ambridge Hospitality at the Doubletree by Hilton at the entrance of Universal Orlando. That's quite the title. I know. Is he new to that property or is that a promotion? He's new to the property. Oh, he's cool. all of my career. He's always been at Daytona. City. That's right. Mm-hmm. He's with Daytona. Okay. So he's getting a little closer to us here. All right. Also, uh, Jeff Cargill is going to be the sales manager for Encore. Congratulations. A good friend of ours, Sarah Rossio. Rossio, I forget about that. Rossio Welsh. She's going to be the senior director of membership at Visit Orlando. I feel like that's what her job is now. She got promoted to senior director. A senior director. Okay. Gotcha. I need to talk to her, so yeah. I'll be reaching out. Yes. <laughs> Sarah, you're going to be here from Laura. All right. <laughs> I'll uh, connect you via email. <laughs> Thank you. you. Stacey Engelman is now the team lead for event logistics and manage- management at BCD Meetings and Events. Congratulations to Congratulations. her. A couple of people got married. Who's, who's Selena? So first is Megan First and Bailey and McKinley. Uh They got married and it was what, what I call the most beautiful wedding ever because, of course, Megan is with uh, Bluegrass Chic Floral. So they put it out of the park. Was it in Orlando? Um, it was in the Central Florida area, but I don't know because it, it looked like it was on the beach. Oh, okay. So probably that not Orlando. Close. Probably not Orlando. Yeah. All right. What about Jennifer Corso? Past oh. guest. Also got married. Congratulations to Jennifer Corso, who married her high school crush, Dwayne Holston. Oh, that's adorable. Isn't that so cute? That's so cute. Okay. Uh, let's see. Sports ball with Selena. What do you got? Well, if you didn't know, I just found out because I read it. The Guardians <laughs> finally won. So Finally? Kudos. Congratulations. I feel like they've only had like two games. Also, who are the Guardians? Cool. Yeah. XFL. <laughs> Um, which is like, there's the NFL and then people who are done with that, I think go to XFL. It's the same sport. It's football. People who graduate from the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> I was valedictorian. That's how I, this is how I understand both that. It's also how I understand PGA and live. It's like people who are done with that are going to this because they get paid more at live than they did at PGA. We don't get paid more for XFL. Okay, well, you get it's paid something because you're retired. You, I think it's, it's retired not, football not players. Not necessarily retirement. It's if you're maybe not good enough. 
Oh, it's to brutal is what it is. I mean, it's, <laughs> they're honest in sports. It's the cooler <laughs> not good one, enough, though. Sorry. It's cool because, you know, XFL. NFL's like old They do school. have some interesting rules. Like the kickoff is different. Wait. You can't be changing rules. It's the same sport. No, it's very different. Yeah. The the scoring is, it touch? is different. Is it flat when you pull the flag? No, it's, 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 it's not flag it's football. football. Yeah. Selena the, and I are very The kickoff is different. They have the two here. teams line up next to each other, and then the kicker kicks it off from far away, and it's just like um, like an old fashioned medieval battle. Like I right need to go to this. You can make a three point conversion. Nobody knows what that means. Different. Well, Joe might. Like I, instead I of kicking a you know little field goal after a touchdown, they can't kick. Now they have to go for two essentially, but they can go for three. Cool. Who All knew? kinds of differences. I know, but I haven't been there yet, and I think I should check it out to right, tell I you what I think. Free tickets do they have weekend. cheerleaders? I think they do. If yeah, they don't, they do then they're cheer. probably losing. Yeah. Where are they playing? Camping World Stadium. Oh. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot. Unnecessarily big stadium for them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just oh gosh, just one side. Yeah. Just one side of Camping World Stadium. It is just one side. Yeah. You know that, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. They only sell one side. That is weird. All right. What about Orlando City? How are they doing? Their biggest fan, season ticket holder. Um, they're doing good. Wait, I feel like I'm gonna join the ruckus. I, I'm no, I sit to like the left of the ruckus, so I see the ruckus, and I I understand that they put the purple smoke bomb whenever we score a goal, even if we score a goal, and then the goalies or yeah, the, no, the referee says that didn't count. We still already launched the smoke. Anyway, um, yeah, I, can't stop I still the smoke. go. It's wasteful. Yeah. yeah. I would um, love to know why Selena is in charge of the sports section of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. This is why. <laughs> this, this is why. So I was doing my High research this morning mm. and I was telling Ryan, I said, you know, so I know Final Four just happened because I know because I had a lot of events in Houston for Final Four. So Final Four happened. So now what are we doing? Are we like on Final Two? Like, where's it at? And he told me it was over. So. Who won? UConn. And I only okay. know that because he good. said that. And I guess Who won for the women's? There's a women's. Oh no! Jeez. Okay. Wait, is there's also called Final Four yeah. in Houston? I don't know. They probably don't play in Houston. They probably play in a different. I city. hate to tell you this, but there's Final Four with several different sports. But why is it Final Four and not like? What do you call the final two? Is that the, the Super final? Bowl? The final. This That's just final. the finals. Yeah. So let's just take. I want to imagine. <laughs> but like, why this. is Final Four such a big deal and no one talks about final? Because you don't know who's going to go into the final. That's how you look at a bracket, right? You start mm-hmm. with all of them, right, and then you have the Sweet Sixteen. Right, and then it goes down. Elite you know, eight. So it's elite like thirty-two eight. down to 16. sixteen. Look at me. Sporty. To eight to four to two. It's a big bracket. The final four is because the four teams will play in a big city like Houston, mm. and then whoever wins from there. Do they also play, play, play each other in Houston? Yeah. Okay. So you're trying to get to Houston to the final four every year. No, it's in a different city every year. Yeah, like the Super Bowl, it moves. We should host it. Would you way. bid on it? Right, cities mm-hmm. bid on it. Yeah. Yeah, but so you do have we to have know? an indoor football stadium. To post it. Caveat. Yeah. So only like maybe 10 indoor cities. Indoor basketball? Yeah. They play indoors because it's basketball and it has to be a domed stadium. Yeah. So it has to be huge because they want 80 to 100,000. Oh, Amway. Well, no, it's not a football stadium. No. But it's basketball. It has to be a football stadium because they want 100,000 people there. More stuff. beginners. Mm. Right. They can make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all you get for sports. That's good enough. That's a lot. Yeah, that's good. So tell us about this Rise Award, MPI Rise Award finalist. We kind of we know this person. Who wanted you? Oh, I know her. Oh. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, the MPI Rise Award finalist for Young Professional Achievement 2023 goes to Selena Molinax. Is it 2023? <laughs> I don't know if it's a yearly annual, it's a whatever. But one. It's, it's for now. It's, I'm a finalist. I've, I don't even know if I won for a few more weeks, um, but they'll announce the winners publicly in June at, uh, at in WC. Cancun. Yeah. Well, I'll be there. Yeah. Is there a bracket involved there. in this narrowing down? So I don't think it's like this thing because there's five of us. So That'd that's what I really bracket. love this year because last year, I don't even think there was a Young Professional Achievement this is um, new. nominee yeah. category. Uh, there are past winners. but How young do you have to be? Under 35. Under 35. I'm out. I'm out. Sold that. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. Okay. Um, but what I love is that. <laughs> old, old achievement for me. Yeah. <laughs> no longer a young The ancient rise award. Yes. <laughs> there, there's other awards. Um, they have a whole bunch love... of those for all the associations. Like IAEE is like, I'm so sorry that you're no longer a young professional. I was like, that is not an email you have to send out. Like, I am well aware <laughs> totally of the report. Yeah. I get it. Thanks for rubbing it in. <laughs> but I love the fact that there are four other finalists alongside me because that just shows 
the future of our industry. You know, there was concern and worry in the past couple of years after the pandemic and so many people left the industry, but so many younger generations were questioning if they should even come into this industry. Um, what was that word about? Are we essential? So Mm -hmm. college students, high school students were changing their minds about hospitality because of essential and we, everyone's saying another global pandemic is going to happen. So it just is really cool to see that there's other people around the world making a difference. It's a safer essential position. Yeah, I would say restaurants and furniture and double internet are absolutely essential. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Staffing. And, and staffing. And I think we learned so much as an industry from our last pandemic. You know, part of why we have our outdoor terrace at Norman's fully covered is that originally we were going to actually fully close it in, knock the wall out and have that be a huge private dining space. But then because of the pandemic, we thought, you know, it actually is pretty wise to have some outdoor space Mm -hmm. for whatever the future may hold. Um, So, and I I think a lot of people kind of pivoted and think that, you know, for me, tacos are essential for sure. Absolutely. Our yellowtail snapper, absolutely essential. (laughs) And some of these things on the social hour. Essential. Yes. <laughs> yes. Can't live without. Don't don't give it all out because we, we still want to be able to talk to you about stuff. Okay. All right. So a couple of new stories. JoJo's Shake Bar just finally opened. Congratulations to them. Bar Italia. Where is that? In Winter Park. In Winter Park. Okay. Opened last week. A house of cereal? Okay. Let's so talk about this one. Amanda Feliciano posted this on her Instagram last week and I took screenshots of her post because I got so excited. You know how everyone always had this idea of like, there should be a cereal bar where you go in and take taste different cereals. No, yeah, no I one, saw it no on one? Bar Rescue and it didn't work out. Okay, but this one looks so cool. It's in the Milk District. It's called House of Cereal. Yeah, I like that it's in the Milk That's District, right? Yeah. Isn't that so yeah. cute? That you works well. Try different cereals and also different toppings. I do you go there in the morning and do this? I guess all day. One all day. I had cereal for dinner last night. So all day. Cereal at night. Okay. Yeah. That works. All right. D Space is hosting a corporate photo shoot on April seventeenth from ten a.m. to two p.m. What does that mean? Like you can just go and get your photos. So what they're trying? They're they want um, promotional photos of the space used in corporate settings. So they'll have like executive boardroom set up. They'll have different setups to use for marketing purposes. And in exchange of you serving as a model for these photos, they'll have free headshots for you. So Uh if you're interested, just email info at dspaceorlando.com for more information. Are you going to do it? I will not be available, but I promoting it. Well, we're going to have a show there in a couple weeks, so we'll get to see it. Maybe they'll keep some of the stuff up for us. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Over the Edge, we did uh, get both of our people to the top of the Hyatt. Congratulations to Gabby and Amanda, both over $1,000, and we'll do that on April 15th. And we'll have them on the show next week. We will. They are our guests next week. There you go. Also, uh, starting May 6th, you can fly direct from Orlando to Hamilton, Ontario, which is pretty much Toronto. Yep. It's about an hour outside. That's always good when they add new like routes to different places. You can already non-stop. fly from Orlando to Toronto. Nonstop. Nonstop. Though? Yeah. <laughs> well, now you can fly. Yeah, this is not new. Yeah, that's what I did last Check. year. <laughs> now you can do it on Swoop Airlines, which oh, now is now you can do it for like fifty nine dollars. Yeah. Ooh. Exactly. I'm intrigued. I'm not. I'm scared. <laughs> like, when their prices Delta. are so low, you're like, oh. you're like yeah. Well, am I flying the plane? Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Guess who we have as our guest this week? Laura Fletcher. We do. Good guess. Mm-hmm. You got Thank that you. Right. Yeah, Laura Fletcher. 13 years of experience here at Norman's. So the restaurant's been around for 17 years, but you've been there for 13 of the years? We were at the Ritz for 17 years, yes. Okay. Uh, Ritz-Carlton partnership, 17 years, um, branched out on our own, been under construction for three years. Again, big piece of that was as a result of the pandemic. We had a lot of challenges with permitting and also just getting the supplies that we needed as well as actual workers to come in and help us make it happen. I mean, I kid you not when I say that my owner, Kim Wood, who is absolutely fabulous, was here in her Louboutins on a six-foot ladder painting walls because she was so ready to get this restaurant open. It was funny to watch, but she's really amazing. She's very inspirational. So um, open as of about two months now. We did friends and family and then rolled straight into open to the general public, and the foot has been on the gas ever since. Good God. Okay. So yes. was there any particular reason why you, you left the Ritz? Did the contract just end? The, or, yeah, or? the lease was up. Lease was up. Um, okay. I think it was best for both parties. They wanted to 
have ownership of that space themselves. Um, from a financial perspective, it made more sense for them. And then we really wanted to have our own space that we had total autonomy over. When your your listeners join us next week, they'll see the fun wallpaper that you alluded to. You know, that would not have been approved by the Ritz-Carlton, but we get to have a little more fun. We get to be really creative. Chef Norman is very, very creative. Uh, Kim is very creative. So they get to have a lot more control over what we're doing. It's kind of a a unique thing if you think about it, like a well-established restaurant like Norman's has to leave their location and they're not just closing, right? but then you have to find a new location. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about how that and how you came to decide on this location? Happy to. We looked at several locations. We looked in the Lake Nona area, the Winter Park area, um, and all up and down Sand Lake Road. We looked at what is now I think it's called North Italia, right mm-hmm. next to Ocean Prime. Yep. We looked at this space and we felt like this space had a little bit more presence, bigger space, higher ceilings, and also obviously the terrace that sits up feels almost like being in a castle, right? Like mm-hmm. we are kind of looking down. It's really, uh, I-, I love it. It almost feels like you're on a rooftop. Um, so the the looking for space piece was challenging. We did start looking before our lease expired. We were thinking along those lines already. Um, when we found the space, we signed the lease pretty immediately and started the permitting and design and construction process pretty immediately as well. But like I said, COVID really presented so the a lot of So the timing of it being COVID is maybe why it took so long, you think? or I think that was a huge part of it. Yeah, part of absolutely. It. And, and just permitting. You know, permitting offices completely closed down. They went, they went all virtual, but they weren't actually set up to do that. So getting our building pieces, all of our design pieces into the city for review, that in itself took forever. Got you, got you. So. Were you able to get any or a lot of the servers back that you had and yeah. service staff and the chefs and Yeah, our core team is the same. So um, we have Chef Carlos Robles, who was with us as a sous chef at our previous location, as well as our kind of third in command. He came back in our kitchen. Um, Front of the house, we still have the same manager. So myself and Yusuf Yildiz, who is our general manager, he's been with the company a little longer than I, so maybe 15 years or so. Um, And then as far as the service staff, yeah, we do have a handful of people that came back to us, which is such a like humbling... Thing. It just really speaks to the ownership team and the management team. It's really gotcha, nice. Gotcha. So walk yeah. us through when you're reopening a restaurant, like what are some of the challenges and some of the things you have to go through? Like, did you recreate the whole menu too? Or a lot of a lot new of- items on the menu. So Chef Norman is incredibly involved. He is on the phone with our chef in-house at least once a day. Uh, he is coming back and forth from Miami to Orlando right now, probably three times a month. He's actually considering relocating. So that's quite exciting. Um, very, very involved though. And he got to put a lot of new items on the menu that he, over the last three years had been working with chef Carlos to develop. Um, but as far as everything else, we had to basically start from scratch, you know, new website, um, hiring process was extensive. Um, yeah, I mean, at one point, my managers and I kind of joke, we at one point thought, okay, we're just going to put some sleeping bags up here because we were here consistently, you know, 14 hour days. <laughs> so it was, and I think also because we had set the date for our soft opening, we really wanted to make it happen and just running into consistent permitting issues. Um, permitting just seems to be the challenge with everything. Yeah. Like, permitting and supplies. And I mean, supplies were so tough too to get in the past couple of years. My husband's in construction, so you and I have had these conversations as well. Just being able to get what you need to open the doors is just so tough. All right. So did you have any other questions? I have plenty more. Okay. Um, (laughs) Is this an easier or tougher sell, this location versus the last location? You know, um, at the moment, the restaurant is kind of selling itself, not to downplay my role, but because everybody has been so excited for us to reopen, we actually haven't invested in marketing of private dining yet because we haven't needed to. I am inundated with requests, word of mouth. Um, we've had two buyouts already, which has been really, really amazing. Um, we are thinking now, okay, we're going to maybe start putting some marketing together for this 
piece, this private dining piece, but really it's been fantastic. So I would say I don't fully know the answer to that question yet. Um, I do think it is going to be an easier sell simply because of our location. A lot of challenges with being inside of a hotel that don't exist for us anymore. Um, I think that some planners are resistant to booking a hotel restaurant. So now we have our own parking lot. We have our own valet team. Um, so yeah. Was there any other challenges besides the being in a hotel? Was with our location with the old location versus I would you say you know Grand Lakes is kind of on an island in a way so we didn't have a huge local crowd the majority of the business that we were doing at our previous location was hotel guests or you know tourists or traveling guests conventions etc mm-hmm. here we have a huge local crowd um, which has been a learning curve for for me and the rest of my team because we really didn't have that before so learning to listen to our neighborhood and our community um, you know what they want for example social hour initially we weren't think we didn't have that on our radar but we got so many requests for it that we thought all right well this makes sense you know people being want in the it. palm of of Bay Hill right yes. here, you're going to have that local pool, which is going to be great for your summers. Whenever you didn't yes. maybe have the pool before, now you have that all year round. Yeah. And it's it's also really, really nice to be able to be feel like we're more connected to a community. Mm-hmm. At the Ritz-Carlton, we really did not have that. Here, we are seeing people come in all the time and we're developing relationships with them. And it's really, really nice. That's nice. Yeah. And surprisingly, I guess you do have a little bit of free time because you're also an author. <laughs> <laughs> so you wrote during, a book. I did. Yes, during the construction process, I took some time off um, and focused a little bit on some personal projects. One of which being a book. Okay, can you tell, tell us a little bit about it, or is it a secret? Uh, no, I'm happy okay, okay, to. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I had a really challenging reproductive journey. Uh, my first daughter was born in 2012, and then I had four miscarriages. It was absolutely soul destroying in many ways, um, and. Went on to have a successful sixth pregnancy. She was born in 2020, right on the cusp of the COVID outbreak. Oh, yeah. Great so, timing, right? <laughs> gosh, it was very scary. Um, but all that being said, I have gone back and kind of detailed the journey and tried to provide actionable steps and tips for individuals or couples that are experiencing infertility or miscarriage. Gotcha, gotcha. What's the name of the book? The Grace and Grief Healing and Hope After Miscarriage. Gotcha. I assume you can get it on Amazon? You or? can, yeah. Okay. Maybe purchase that one yeah. today. Get a signed copy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any with me or I would sign one for you right now. Right. Besides that, one of the coolest things I think about you is you have like a home in Scotland. Oh, right? yes, I do. Yeah. Like, tell us about that. I think we might have asked this last time, but Maybe. I just like talking about it. I was born in Scotland um, and a very oh, large part know. of my heart and soul still feels like it lives in Scotland. Um, I We bought a home there maybe about four years ago um, in the town that I grew up in. It's been a lifelong dream of mine to do that. And I was able to do it. And I just absolutely love it. We're going back in June for a couple of uh, couple of weeks. I almost said a couple months. I, I know, wish. I'm going with you. Let's go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anybody's welcome. Um, we currently Airbnb it, but we're taking it off of the Airbnb platform and we're just going to make it available to friends and family. So oh, okay. if you want to go, let me know. Podcast hosts. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All the people. All right. Besides that, uh, so networking wise. Are you getting back out there now that you have this restaurant open? Are we going to get to see you? Yeah, you will absolutely get to see me. The last couple of months, I have been kind of immersed in operations, just trying to get my team up to speed and making sure that the actual operational piece of the restaurant is running smoothly. Um, And also like getting reacquainted, right? Because after three years of not being in the, in the restaurant, um, I really missed the buzz. So it's kind of nice to be in here in the evening and feel that energy. But last night I went to a uh, reception at STK and it was really good to get back into the networking seat again, like after three years of not really doing that. Um, it was nice to see everybody. I reconnected with some people that I haven't seen or talked to in a long time. All right. So walk us through what we should get in a perfect meal and perfect experience here at Norman's. Oh my gosh. It's yes. so hard to All say. Of course. Like so drink-wise. Chef Norman uh, beautifully articulates what New World Cuisine is by explaining that it's essentially Florida on a plate. So if you you know, are trying to understand what you're approaching when you're coming to Norman's, you know, it's not a steakhouse. It's not a seafood restaurant. It is literally Florida on a plate. We have things like ceviche. We use as much local and sustainable product as possible. So we're working with fishermen that are coming from the east or west coast of Florida. They catch the fish and literally drive it to our restaurant. So everything is super fresh. Everything which we do really try to be local and seasonal. So we're getting strawberries from local farms and our greens from local farms. It's really um, a beautiful, sustainable system that 
Chef Norman and Chef Carlos have worked really hard on. Um, I would say <laughs> the yucca stuffed shrimp is fantastic. It's two gulf shrimp that we butterfly. We stuff with yucca mash. We serve with a habanero tartar sauce and a Nicaraguan coleslaw. Really fantastic. It, just it has sounds an orange. Good. It it is. It has an orange mojo that has almost like a garlicky citrus. Oh my gosh! I could if I could take that home and put it on everything. I would. Oh, it um, sounds good. I would start with that. I am kind of heavy on seafood. I, I enjoy seafood. I don't cook it at home much. So when I'm out, I do like to get seafood. Um, our yellowtail snapper is fantastic. Pan seared, um, served with garlic, truffle mashed potatoes, truffle citrus butter sauce. You can't is, go is wrong. Is this stuff on your everyday menu or is this Yes. Special? These are two of Chef Norman's signature Signatures. items. So you can consistently rely on those being available. Um, occasionally we will switch something out based on seasonality. For example, the vegetable may be asparagus in one season or wilted Swiss chard in another. Um, little tweaks like that. As far as, you know, seasonally, we offer different items based on what we've got going on. And okay. What about a drink and a dessert? Come on, it's got to have some signatures there. Oh my there. gosh. We just hired, brought back on, I should say, uh, Chef Glorianne Rivera. Her husband is the executive chef at Ocean Prime. So we're keeping it all in the family and yeah, all in the neighborhood. Okay. So it's excited about this. Connection. I've known her for years and I am so excited to have her back in the restaurant and her desserts are amazing. You know, she is, um, she was kind of like an instant ally and friend for me. She came to do her interview and she has a young child. So she is a young first time mother. And we talked and bonded over like wanting to get back into the world and get back into our careers and things that we're passionate about. Um, and also balancing like motherhood, right? Cause it's, it's hard to do. Um, so I just felt this immediate kindredship with her and then she gave me a dessert and I almost <laughs> fell out of my chair. It was so She's good. She's so talented. She is insanely talented. Yes. She was with Chef Norman at 1921. She is reinventing our pastry. Uh, I think she started last week. So she is like slowly rolling out new items, replacing older items. Absolutely everything that I've tried from her has been fantastic. And I think that I will like forever want what so she's making. this is making. a save the room restaurant. Absolutely, save yeah. Save, save room for dessert save for sure. I feel like her and Chef um, Pratt that are worth it. They're like yeah. the the empire couple of cuisine. <laughs> like, she is just, honestly. She brought out this dessert, and I I can't even pronounce it. I it just rolled out, so I don't have it like memorized down pat yet. But it was it looked like a simple vanilla cake. But when I tried it, I kid you not, I I have wanted it every single day since I tried it a week ago. Um, I sent Selena a picture of it. Was that two days ago? Because I was like, look at this amazing Can you pull that picture up? I got to see this thing. Okay. It's amazing. <laughs> I got you. So she also um, just brought out a key lime cheesecake that's really fantastic. She's just wonderful. Mm. Uh, this looks, looks good. so good. Looks tasty. My mouth is watering. Might have to get that. Yes, yes. We'll do some desserts for our swag and repeat next oh, week. We will. She's right. really, really fun. Gotcha. Um, but like I said, also just like a really wonderful person, which is so nice. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, as far as drinks... We have, we make all of our simple syrups in house. So we have like a lavender based simple syrup that they make a cocktail with that I am absolutely in love with. It is so fantastic. We also have a rose syrup that we do, a toasted pecan syrup that we do that we make an old fashioned with that, that Joe is going to Amazing. Yes. <laughs> we do it in a smoke box too. Um, in the dining room, we can, oh. or excuse me, in the indoor bar, we can do it in a smoke box. So they make this old fashioned with the, to the toasted pecan syrup and then put it in this smoke box and it's this beautiful presentation. And as soon as Joe has the baby and is I able know. to get out and about. That's my first beverage of I choice for sure. bringing it to you, girl. Yes. Take um, it to go. Yeah. <laughs> so we have kind of things on both spectrums. Our um, beverage director lives in Miami. Her name is Andy Cruzati. She's probably the most talented craft cocktail mixologist I've ever met in my life. Um, and that says a lot because you need to have someone like that. Yes. In life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She's wonderful. And again, like just a super great person, like our, our team that is coming together, um, that chef Norman and Kim Wood, who's the owner, you know, in partnership with chef Norman, they've curated this really fantastic, powerful team over the last kind of 25 years that they have been working together. Gotcha. Gotcha. Any final thoughts before we wrap up here? I have one last question. 
I want to ask, um, so you have obviously this meet and greet with meeting planners and everything coming up at the end of the month. What can they get excited about as far as groups that they're bringing to the area? What is kind of the target market that you're looking for for your private rooms? I know we talked a little bit about the upscale dining room and the outdoor space, but these private dining rooms are also equally as beautiful. So what kind of groups can you accommodate? Thank you for asking that. I love that you bring that up because you did my role for such a long time. (laughs) Um, So I have two private dining rooms. The smaller of the two is called the Oxford Room. That's actually where we're recording the podcast currently. So if you like these acoustics, then this is where you're going to want to be. It's a beautiful custom marble table, oblong up to 18 in this space. I have a larger private dining room up to 26. That's called the Great Room. It overlooks the dining room, but we do have sliding glass doors that close to make it fully private if you would like that. Um, We can do buy out seated up to, I would say 160. That does not include the terrace. If we want to include the terrace, we can absolutely jack that up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, The terrace is huge. I can seat probably 110 out there. Reception style, probably up to 250. Lounge seating that is existing up to 85. I have the perfect client for you now that I like I'm imagining it right now and I'm going to send you his confirm his information because he's going to love this place. You're sure it's not you? Are you not my perfect client? <laughs> I'm also the perfect client. He's the, he's the perfect client with the budget. Love it. We do have a referral program as well. I want to make sure that I mention that. So um, make sure that if you are sending me business, whether that's one person or 300, please make sure that I am aware that you're sending it to me so that I can mark down your name and you can get Norman's gift cards to come in and try mm. our snapper okay. and our all of the things that habanero tartar sauce please yes yeah, so extra exciting. habanero yes <laughs> all right so just to recap we have glittering hour this week we and that's what was the date on that that's wednesday that'll here be at here norman's. at norman's yep. that's also that's the 12th, oh, the 12th. yes yep. the 12th okay 12th wednesday we also have our event which is the 19th and i believe that's a wednesday as well Yep. And then the meeting planner's reception is the 27th. You just need the RSVP in advance. Let me know. To Laura Fletcher. No, Laura. At Laura Normans. at Normans.com. With the S. You got to remember With the, the S. With the S. Exactly. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, my last question was, how often does Norman come here? Oh my gosh. So he is flying up about three times a month at the moment. Um, from so where? From, from Miami. Right, so okay, quick, there. easy for him to get mm-hmm. here. Um, and I, I think I mentioned he is considering relocating here. Obviously this is his flagship restaurant and he is starting to really fall in love with Orlando. I mean, what's not to love? So yeah. does he have a restaurant that in Miami then? He does not. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Our, um, Ownership team Kim and Tom Wood do have locations down in Miami separately from Chef Norman, more casual uh, style. Gotcha. All right. Well, thank you again for coming on the show. We have Amanda and Gabby, our Over the Edge participants, that will be here to talk about that next week. I think that's it for us. Thank you so much, Laura. Thank you. It was an honor. Have a great week. Bye.